Hello. What's up? Hello, hello. Well, Is Laura on here? No, not yet. <laughs> Blessed. <laughs> Gosh. Oh. Is it warming up in Arkansas any? Yeah. You know, Is Tuesday. <laughs> Gosh, I can't even believe last week happened. <laughs> Uh, Tuesday, they told us, or they didn't tell us, it was on the news, that um, it was like the biggest swing in temperatures because the previous Tuesday, last week, had been negative 21. Oh my gosh. And then Tuesday, it was 72. Yep, sounds about right. <laughs> I was like, this is the dumbest thing ever. It's but insane. yeah, it was. Uh, did y'all ever help with power or anything? No, thank goodness. We kept power and we didn't have any issues with our water. Oh, that is good. Oh, yeah. I would not have survived. Yeah. Look what the cat drug in. Listen, (laughs) I just created a login and everything in 10 seconds. Oh, good Lord. (laughs) I was going to tell you that was going to be a problem because you couldn't get in as the host. Uh, As soon as I saw that link, I was like, dadgummit. (laughs) All right. Welcome to episode two. Well, I'm so ready. I, well, I was, I mean, it's already recording. I can't do anything about it. Good. <laughs> like, we're in. This is just, I need to find my notes. What did I miss? Well, we were just talking about the weather. About the weather. The <laughs> okay. So we, we are the golden can't get girl. milk. What? We can't get milk. All the stores are out of milk. Oh my god. Get gosh. you a cow. I <laughs> thought about it. <laughs> seems like a lot of work though it does and i'm barely keeping these humans alive so that's (laughs) mean we've got like our grocery stores are all i would say they're back to like 80 percent stocked up do y'all have like almond milk becca or no there was literally nothing i just listened to uh the boo cast that released Mm -hmm. today and melanie was saying um that she went to the grocery store in San Antonio and she said, there is not oat milk, almond milk, goat milk. Uh-uh. She There's said any of the lesser milks. What is <laughs> the deal? I don't know. Cause I went, there's plenty of bread. There's plenty of eggs. Like the meat was full, but there is no milk. So I'm wondering like, maybe they had distribution trucks that something happened and they ended up having to throw all the milk out. I have no idea. But... Oh man. Yeah. Well, when we uh, post this episode, we'll post a GoFundMe for some milk for you. <laughs> Get milk to San Antonians. There you oh, go. Yeah. But like, send milk. They have money to buy right. milk. Yeah. They just don't have access we just to see it. the supplies. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the demand is there. The... Oh, man. Yeah. Maybe it all froze on the highway somewhere. I guess that's mm. a possibility. Or maybe the people that were stuck on the highway drank it because that's all they had. Mm. <laughs> a lot of milk but okay. so many options oh, <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> all, right. all right so we've covered the the weather and the milk shortage that's right okay. so we're off so, to a swinging start so what episode of golden girls are y'all on yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly and we branched out well, i mean <laughs> we're really <laughs> We're really just uh, hitting all the age brackets so we can get all yeah. the listeners. We are. 
<laughs> we want to cover the full gamut. So I do have breaking news. Oh, oh. share. Well, it's not for you. It's really for the listeners. That uh, one of our co-hosts here, Laura, actually has some screenshot notes. I do. Just just a screenshot. Oh, okay. Well, (laughs) singular. Okay. Well, I just want everyone to know that's improvement. That is is vast improvement. I mean, that's more than she ever did in school. So. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, screenshots weren't available to me. Yeah. The dial of telephone. Yeah. Pen, yeah, paper, that was still writing books. on the. Yeah, <laughs> was still writing on the back of my hand in school. Bless it. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so we do actually have an agenda. Mm-hmm. Um, do we want to start with the game, or do we want to start with topics? Let's start out with the game. Okay, we are going to play celebrity pastor Jeopardy. Now, <laughs> do you this know how Jeopardy sure works, everyone? Yeah, have to say like who, you know, or what. Oh, oh yeah. Because yeah, yeah, if yeah. you don't do that, you're not gonna get the point. Mm-hmm. And there is a prize at the end. No, there's not. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're a liar. <laughs> no. Can it be time together? Can that be our prize? <laughs> yeah, you're welcome for that. Uh, can we record in the same room? Oh, that's all. That's asking a lot, but okay. It is. Um. Okay. You ready for the first question? Let's do Let's it. Go. I'm so nervous. I'm gonna actually start with a little RIP because my first question is, who married Kim and Kanye? Rich Wilkerson. Oh, who is Rich Wilkerson? Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh gosh. See. Point one goes to Laura. All right. I just want to win. Like... <laughs> That's the only way I'm going to get a point, guys. Okay. <laughs> Becky, you've got the rest of these. I have one got three shot. That was it? <laughs> yeah. You're going to struggle then. Oh, no, you haven't. You haven't hit my screenshot. The other one's continue. All right. It's not important. Well, that seemed kind of like an easy, a little soft one for you. I'm going to go a little bit harder. Uh, who is Chris Pratt's pastor? Who? Oh, mm, hmm. Who is Chad Beach? Good. Good. Gosh, dang it. One to one. Okay. We're on a roll. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Beck. I got you. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm going to try to give soft one to the. The dangling in distress over there. Um, if you don't mind, you keep it current. I've got the answer. You go old school, she's gonna get you. <laughs> yeah, no, none of these are like Jimmy Swaggart or anything. So, um, <laughs> I'm screwed. <okay. laughs> Who married oh Sadie gosh. Robertson and Christian Huff? Oh, I got it. Who is Louis Giggles? Good, two to oh, one. I should have known that one. Two to one. Okay. Um, okay. Who married Tim Tebow and his wife, Demi? Who is Lou Yakeley? Uh, yep. Yeah. All right. Two to two. Huh. All right. <laughs> now, which celebrity pastor had a reality TV show? Who is Rich Wilkerson? Nice. Three to two. Wow. Okay. All right. <laughs> he wasn't my screenshot. Guys, okay. I'm curious what's on the screenshot now, but okay. We'll keep it moving. Well, it was continue. All right, this one's a little complicated. Oh no. 
who did Justin Bieber's mom call to be his mentor when he was 16? Um, who is Carl Lentz? Uh, who is Chad Beach? Uh, who is Judah yes. Smith? Yes. All right. All right. We were eventually going to get there. <laughs> <laughs> what are, what's the score now? Three to three? I think so. Yeah. That okay. sounds good. <laughs> all right. Uh, who baptized Kevin Durant? Who is Carl Lentz? Good. Four to three. Oh. Okay. Um, who is married? Carl Clint? Short? Well, I mean, he was sitting down. I know, baptizing somebody standing up. Yeah, but still, he's a big boy. You doing you doing the Baptist church, me? Oh, that's true. <laughs> it sounded like she said he's a big boo. <laughs> I was like, okay, all right. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, uh, let's do another wedding. Who married Justin Bieber and Haley Baldwin? Mm. Who is Rich Wilkerson? Who, uh, no, I don't know. Who is Carl yep. Lentz? Oh, that was before they were on the outs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, this one is super hard, and I don't think anyone will get it. But Well, thanks for that. Who compare? <laughs> we won't now. <laughs> well, I think it may be my only one for this guy, too. Yeah. <laughs> Who compared Carl Lentz to Teddy Roosevelt? I oh. got it. Who is Levi Lusco? Oh, excuse us. That's in the screenshot. I just know it. <laughs> it's not. It's your table talk before. Oh, okay. It's because you said the only one. We hadn't said Levi's name oh, yet. Oh, that's very good. Okay. I have two. I have two screenshots, by the way. Okay. Sorry. Um, okay. I yeah. got two more. So, Becca, you're okay. going to need to really wrap them up. I, I got to get both of these. Who is Russell Wilson's pastor? Ugh. Um, Who is Judas Smith? Yes. Yes. Good job. All right. Last one. Swinging it back to the classy women of Calabasas. Who is Courtney (laughs) Kardashian's pastor? Who is Carl Lentz? Is she? Who is Rich Wilkerson? No, but they are friends. Dang it. Who is Judas Smith? Nope. Chad Beach. Well, you would have got it, but you didn't say it in the correct form. Yeah. L.B. wins. (laughs) All right. That was our uh, first round of Celebrity Pastor Jeopardy. I liked it. Okay. Maybe yeah, we'll have another Good job. game. Good job with those questions. All right. Yeah, no problem. Anytime. You know, anything useless I've got. <laughs> um, okay, so something I want to talk about. Well, first I gotta ask, did either of you watch the freeing Britney, framing Britney, whatever show? I did. No. Okay, good. At least one of you did. Hey, what is it on? Oh is it on Hulu? I think it no. was some- was it Hulu? Yeah, I think it was Hulu on like the was New York Hulu? Times Presents or whatever. Yes. Okay. Um, okay, so what I wanted to talk about, though, and you can still have an opinion, Laura, as you always do anyway. Uh, 
So everybody was all in a tizzy that Justin Timberlake apologized to Britney. And so I watched it thinking I was going to find out this like horrendous information about JT. And honestly, I walked away like, why did he apologize? Okay, I did too. Okay, good. It wasn't just me. No, because there wasn't anything like groundbreaking or any new information I felt that was in that documentary that he should have come out and apologized for. I mean, in the end, I thought she still looked worse because she's the one that cheated. Yeah, and they completely skipped that. Yeah, I mean, I left that show thinking that her dad was like the slimiest human ever. Absolutely. I still think he is. Oh, yeah. I mean, but there has to be more to the story with him if she has gone to court so many times recently trying to get him removed from her conservationship. But well, the judge now, technically it's a conservatorship, off. not a conservation. We're not trying to save the ring yes. here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what explain that to me? What is that? So, like when she kind of started losing her marbles. The court appointed her dad to, like, handle all the decision-making for her and, like, her money and everything. Oh. And, you know, as she's allegedly increasingly gotten better and more grounded and everything, she's tried several times to not even really get rid of it, but to just get someone else in charge of it instead of him. Yeah. Hmm. And, yeah, she keeps losing. Which is very interesting. It just... To me, there's seems to me more there. It would be interesting to see a documentary on her that she had input in, which we might not ever see. Um, yeah. But just to see that side. I did feel like they did get some people that were close to her. So you did kind of get a sense of what was going on. Yeah, I thought the stuff with her brother was sort of interesting. And then the lady that was like her almost like babysitter kind of thing. Yeah. Now, she seemed a bit like a wackadoodle, but. She did, but I remember, like, when Britney was a big deal, I, for some reason, remembered this lady. Because she was kind of like the mom that took care of her because her mom didn't travel with her. Yeah, she was super weird, though, in the thing. She's definitely um, hillbilly type. (laughs) She reminds me of the the lady that uh, killed Selena. A little bit. You know how she, like, had the whole room that was, like, decorated in Britney? And did you catch that oh she gosh. said Brittany's mom helped her decorate that room? Yeah, that creeps me out, too. That's weird. That was weird. So, <clears throat> what I heard about, like, Justin's apology or whatnot, which I don't know if it's still, if it was maybe justified that he needed to or whatnot, but from what, it was almost like he got off scotch-free for whatever he did to her, however he talked about her to the media or whatnot. And that's why he apologized to Janet Jackson as well. See, I thought that was bogus because, too. I think he was because just the to whole save super, face. I think maybe that was it. I think it was the kind of uh, commentary I heard around it was that the media did to her what social media does to celebrities now, and just in how it just like tore her apart when it didn't really like at that time she was the hit celebrity yeah i mean all i thought about him was sure crimea river was about her but my lord i mean taylor swift writes a ex-boyfriend hating song every day i mean how many musical artists pull from their personal heartbreaks like that's just a common thing you can't 
bash him for doing that's that. That's what you do. And I'm sure yeah. he did say on was it on Stern or whatever that he admitted to having slept with her. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. Not a classy move, but he was also a teenager, so he was... Yeah, and I don't get him apologizing about the Janet Jackson thing. It's not like he ripped the woman's shirt off. I mean, her boob popped out. Right. Maybe she shouldn't be dressed so scandalous. Well, she had a pasty on. It's not like she wasn't planning that, so... Well, there's that. (laughs) So we have opinions, Clearly, (laughs) got something to say. Uh, Well, speaking of opinions... So there was all this hoopla about the whole, like, people in their 30s wearing skinny jeans, side parts, the laughing emoji, all that. Yeah. Now, what do y'all make of that? I guess maybe, did that all originate on TikTok? Well, see, now, I don't know, because I don't have that. I don't either, but I think that that's where I it came from. It, I think it's yeah, originated from there. I don't really understand what it is. Listen, if I did a middle part, it would not look good. No. People would think that no. I was having a Britney meltdown. I would look like the butt crack of a donkey. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I just, yeah. As far as skinny jeans go, I just think as long as you find a fit that's flattering to you. Well, here, I saw something that. today that made me think about the skinny jean. Now, I don't rock a skinny jean because that word doesn't even fit in my vocabulary, but... <laughs> <laughs> I saw a meme today that was um you remember those I guess they were sort of like bell bottom jeans that like you were yes, always yes. dragging them in the mud or something. Yeah. Yes. And they were like clearly someone saying that skinny jeans should go out never had this trauma. <laughs> right. <laughs> that made me laugh. That's right. Yeah. Those were well But I think if you look at like the the generation of girls that are saying that about skinny jeans they are wearing jeans with pleats in the front they are wearing jeans that yes. the waist goes all the way up to your bra they're like the pleats and the khakis are coming back oh yes and i'm like we've already like we are our mothers now but i'm like i've already seen when that was in style and it wasn't cute oh, then. yeah telling you if the pleated khakis are coming back come lord jesus come i just can't <laughs> I will wear skinny jeans and joggers and black tights the rest oh, yeah, of my life. And they're just going to be like, that's Laura. Like, that's yeah, just what she talk wears. about me if you must. Like, Do y'all remember when those um, hair clip, the little butterflies were in? Oh, oh yeah. my gosh. Yes. And we did the cornrows yes. with the butterflies. Well, speaking of Britney, that sounds <laughs> like a cover of her album. Oh, Mandy. <laughs> I just feel like that's going to make a comeback pretty soon. Well, butterfly clips are making a comeback. So a girl from Arkansas was Miss America a few years ago. And I saw on her Instagram today that they're back and she's got a whole collection she bought from Etsy. We can link it in the show notes. That's (laughs) precious. Yeah, I don't know that I'll be doing that either. No. Well, and this coming from, I liked the meme about how we're being insulted by the people that are eating Tide Pods, so. Yeah. Exactly. I'm feeling pretty secure yeah, with my I'm side good. part. <laughs> now, are y'all a left or right side partner? I do both. Left. So going left to right? Yes. Yes. Of course. Yep. Oh, Got to do something extra. Or, of course. I've had the same it hairstyle just... for like 15 years and it's worked for me, so. <laughs> I don't really switch it up. 
Whichever side gives me more volume, that's the side it gets parted <laughs> on that day. Bigger the hair, the closer to Jesus. So. That's right. Right. Um. Now, did y'all? Okay, so we have not recorded since the Super Bowl, or we did. We did. We, we did. did. Did we already talk about Tom Brady being drunk? I don't think so. Okay, so I think we brought that up. He got drunk. Um, and he said it was an avocado tequila. Which yeah. does that not just seem perfectly on brand? Yeah, for that's him? what I was gonna say. Like that, that's <laughs> yeah. not right. It was probably yeah. some vegan version of it. Right, right. But you, and you know what? I finally was... looked happy. Oh, for sure. See, I'm afraid we're gonna have a documentary in a few years about Giselle being some like drill sergeant. He, we've got a free Tom Brady. Uh, we might. Did you notice that on his, I guess they did a boat parade for social distancing. I didn't really pay that much attention to the reasons, Mm -hmm. but he was on his yacht and his daughter was on the yacht with him, which his daughter is pretty young. Yeah. And I didn't see Giselle. Right. There were no pictures coming out of Giselle. So was a nanny on the boat watching his kids while he was drunk? Well, I don't know. You know, that's when he threw the Lombardi trophy to the other boat. Because... If yes, you watch the I video that. that has audio, his daughter is in the back yelling, no, daddy, don't. <laughs> yeah, as he's throwing yeah. the Lombardi trophy to another Oh, my Yeah. I feel like that's the sign you've won too many Super Bowls. <laughs> When the when the trophy for the biggest game you could win is like, I'm just gonna toss this and see yeah. if like, I can well, catch it. A couple He's of drunker than me. A couple of years ago when the Patriots won one of their times, Gronk used the Lombardi trophy as a bat and somebody tossed a baseball and he hit it and dented it Uh-oh. because he wasn't allowed to oh touch it for a couple of years. That, that too sounds on brand. Oh. It really does. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. Um, okay. What uh now did y'all come with any topics prepared that I don't have? I don't think so. Oh no, we're just ready for you to okay. to run our show. <laughs> Becca, did as, you come with anything? As you do. I didn't. I did my research on all the other pastors. Okay, good. All that stuff. So I was ready for those. Well, um yeah. we're gonna switch gears to something a little less funny. Um, so we're going to talk about our thoughts about the culture of the church. Yes. Um, so this week, Sean Nequist, is it Nequist or Nyquist? I, I think Nequist yeah, is what too. I've always I've, said. Yeah. That's what we're going with. Said. So, you know, her dad, well, some of you had to learn this week that her dad <laughs> is Bill Hybels. That was the learning was, and growing. Yeah. The pastor at Willow <laughs> Creek. And he's one cluster after another, apparently. And so she apologized this week for being silent for, gosh, I guess two years now, maybe longer. Yeah. yeah. I think it was back in 2019. Yeah. Um, yeah. Gosh, it seems like even longer ago. But, and I love her. Her book, Present Over Perfect, is one of my favorites. And yeah. I don't know. I didn't feel like she had to. I respect that she did. I don't know. What did y'all think about all that? For me, I think it's a big deal when some of these more um, famous pastors or pastors that just have a much bigger platform, when they do things that are so heinous, um, I think it's important that other pastors speak up. 
And while she is still famous for that Christian background, man, I didn't expect her to have to because it's her dad. And I think that Mm. there's that line that no one should come at her with those negative comments um, or put any of that blame on her. Um, I feel like her um, statement that she put out was just very well put and it seemed very heartfelt and genuine um, because it's still her dad. I loved that she put in there um, that it is still my dad and I do still love him. Um, I think that that was really important for her to state that. Um, but also acknowledge that I do understand what he did was wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, But man, what a big thing to be able to come out when I can't imagine going through that myself, if that were my parent um, and make such a statement um, on such a big platform. Yeah. Mandy, can you, cause I feel like you are, can be better with words at nutshelling better than (laughs) Beck and I can. Can you just, for people who may not know, Uh, what in a nutshell can you can you tell people what bill hybels did and kind of what the controversy is started it's kind of grown it seems like every year it turns into something new but it kind of it first started with he had a lot of criticism um and a lot of complaints in the church about kind of an authoritarian leadership model very much almost kind of like a dictator in the church and so and kind of aggressive with decisions Mm -hmm. and very dismissive so it started with complaints on that and then it was kind of like once the floodgates opened um turned into some uh, sexual misdoings with people that were not his wife people that were on staff and also parishioners and then there's um a component now with money too, mishandling the funds, uh, like privately profiting off yeah. of the church. And it kind of, not only was it him and he leads Willow Creek, which if you're not familiar with Willow Creek is, I think still the largest country or largest country, largest church in the country. Um, wow. and now yeah. I don't know if their attendance is quite as high these days. Um, but it, it yeah. sort of spread too through all the leadership. So <clears throat> He, Bill Hybels, like, kind of when things were he about to get heated, he announced that he was going to go ahead and retire earlier than he had thought. And so they kind of had the, you know, the leader in waiting, like we have the coach in waiting in the SEC. Uh, so they had that guy <laughs> lined up. He has basically. Same thing. But then it turns out that yeah. dude was kind of a part of a lot of this. So, and then it kind of spread through mm. the bo- the elders. Um, <clears throat> some of them were yeah, either knowingly turning a blind eye or even a part of it so it's really fractured a lot of like everything that church had and then shauna's husband aaron was the worship pastor and so when things started to start trickling they left so it's just been a lot of things and it continues to grow but that's pretty much it yeah so i think um I don't know. I guess maybe my opinion is different than yours, Beck, because I do feel like when you're silent on an issue, that allows anybody to create whatever narrative they want. And I feel like for her, because, um, man, not even because she's a public figure, because I think if she, if she wasn't, I mean, she's on Instagram, you're on Facebook, like you've got somewhat of a following um, 
And I just feel like that, in my opinion, which I don't think there's a right or wrong, honestly, but in my opinion, I think for her to come out and say, you know, apologize at first for saying, saying silent, but then just saying like, my silence was not in agreement with the sin or with what he did or didn't do or with what people were saying about him. Um, I can't imagine the turmoil that she was in to have to write that. Um, Because you never, I mean, if you put something, if you say something, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. So if she says something, she's going to get blasted for that. If she doesn't say anything, she's going to get blasted for that. But I just feel like, um, I don't know. I feel like I have a whole lot more respect for her for stepping up and saying something and doing the hard thing and putting her words out there instead of just letting people assume what her stance is on Yeah, it. you know, yeah. the whole aspect of silence I guess honestly I just when her statement came out I never even it shocked me not because I was surprised she said something but because I just never considered she should I guess but then I think to um the Robbie Zacharias thing that is blowing up every day right now and then there's some silence from other pastors who have had him on their stage and kind of plotted him Mm -hmm they're silent right now and I that bothers me and I'm having trouble partaking in any of their messages and just their their brand and everything because they are silent it makes me question them you know and that may not be fair to them but I almost feel like if you brought somebody on your stage and you gave them a platform and publicity and all that and you always talked about how great they were you need to come out now like I just right I do feel that way about him. And now his family has had to make some statements sort of, but that's honestly because they run his organization. So, Mm -hmm. you know, them as people, I don't feel like they had to, but as the heads of his organization, I do feel like they had to. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it is sickening for somebody like Ravi Zacharias. And I don't, I don't know how this is going to come out, but I feel like for someone who our parents' generation looked to their teaching, to me, I feel like that's a bigger deal than for, I almost like this, I hate saying this, but I feel like it's true. Like when you've got like what's going on at Hillsong and you've got whatever the heck they're doing over at Bethel and all of this stuff happening, you're like, eh, that's the 30 and 40 year old generation. Like you kind of just expect them to be off a little bit theologically because we all want to be our own person and we all want to have our own opinion and we all want to have our own theology or whatnot. Um, but it just feels weightier when you've got, I mean, how old was Robbie? Was he? In oh, his I would 70s? think so. Yeah. Uh-huh. We'll do a little Google check. Hold on. Like, I. Thanks. You know, to have seriously. (laughs) But I just, I just think for that, that there is a responsibility for specifically Mm -hmm. the Louis Giglios who introduced 
Ravi Zacharias to a generation of college students who would have never known yeah, that I mean, that's man's my name, thing. Yeah. never heard his teaching, never anything. You were the bridge between generations from 20 somethings to this 80 year old. And Louis hasn't mm-hmm. said anything. He hasn't put anything on social media. There's not. And I know that you had said something about listening to his sermons or whatnot, but I'm like, man, he does a talk mm-hmm. and it's all over the place. Like, I feel like if Louie said something about the Ravi Zacharias scandal and what had happened, yeah. like, we would have. Yeah, he's the one I'm struggling the most with just because I do feel like there is this entire generation that has looked at him sort of as their own pastor, even if they didn't go to his church, you know, and I just think he is how I, I mean, I may have heard of Ravi before then and just don't really recall, but, um, and you know, I saw this week, I didn't even tell y'all about that. I was going to bring this up, but you know, that's what I'm going to have. Shocker. Yeah. That's what Becca loves. So there was this thing this week that, um, a bunch of pastors, well, we call them pastors, I guess, signed that was basically like condemning Christian nationalism. Um, and there's like over 200, like Aaron Nequist is somebody that signed it and Shauna and people like that. Um, and so, and not that I'm opposed or for that or anything like that. That's not what this is about, but they're so quick to put together a letter about that and get over 200 signatures, but like clergy abuse and things like this, the Ravi thing, like, where's that yeah. you know like mm-hmm. yep I think that should be yep. if we're going to condemn one thing we need to condemn all of it you know yeah yeah and I think it's I think it speaks greater volumes the fact that this came out after his death because and I I could be totally 100% wrong but to me, I'm like, I don't think it's because people respected him that much. I think people feared mm-hmm. him that much. And kind of like a, if you say, I mean, one of the girls that worked at the spa had said something and she yeah. was fired. Like, I don't think it was the fact that, you know, they just respected him so much. I think it was, he was maybe a very much a dictator in his leadership and was not to be questioned um I don't know like that just kind of that speaks volumes to me that he is gone before people feel comfortable enough to really come out and say the truth of what was happening well and I also think that it's so harmful and it's sad to see that not just the abuse that's happening with these leaders But the fact that as soon as people come out and start making statements, by the time it gets to the media and you and I are hearing about it, there have been at least dozens of other complaints that the church already knew about. And And so as soon as these people come out and into the media, they're reliving that trauma. And the church immediately goes to... They're lying. They're trying to get clout. They just want attention. And then harping Mm -hmm. on them in such a negative light and trying to um, just ruin their reputation and their lives. And I just, why is that your first thing? Why isn't it? You know what? 
these have been brought to our attention. We don't know the facts yet, but we're going to look mm-hmm. into it. We're going to hire a firm to look into this. Why are we immediately mm-hmm. attacking these basic survivors? And then you're giving the rest of the world yeah. this view of Christianity still just attacks people. It's just yeah, so sad why. to see that that's the culture. I don't know. I think I said this in our chat this week that I don't know why people would come to church or to Jesus right now. <laughs> yeah. It's terrible, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is y'all's for both of y'all to answer? Like when you see something or hear a news story in the news about a Christian leader that has um, had an affair or misused money or whatever, what's your first kind of response when you read that? Like, is it, is there any, oh my gosh, I didn't expect that from him? Or is it just, there goes another one? Well, you know, it's funny. If it's, uh, it depends on the, how old they are <laughs> for me. That's true. Like with okay. Carl Lynch yeah. and all the drama yeah. with him, I was like, well, shocker. There's another one. Yeah. Now with Ravi. Yeah. Now, had I known Ravi owned spas all along, I would have <laughs> I would have known oh, that, yeah, but I did boy. not know that. And so, when they're older like that, and honestly, yeah. I Bill Hybels too, I'm more like, "Wow, I would not have seen that coming." Right. Yeah. So yeah, it's age dependent for me. Yeah, but I definitely think that that's Becca, probably where I lean as well. Um, these younger ones, the mm-hmm. ones that I think are more trying to be famous with the younger generation, I'm just not surprised. Because I just don't think that they have their focus where it should be. Um, And so when those kind of come out, I'm like, well, that's, that's not surprising at all. But I'm with Mandy, the ones that are older that you just don't expect it from. It's more shocking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think Mandy, your question about, you know, why would people even want to come to church at this point? point when there's so much going on and the media is so loud about um the disunity in the church the disunity I mean just like famous Christians and you've got the Rachel Hollis and the Jen Hatmakers and the Jamie Ivies or whatnot and people think oh I just want to be them like they yeah. don't want to be yeah. them most days and it just it makes me sad because I feel like our generation had the privilege of growing up without social media. And I feel like we had the opportunity to see the church for what it was and see Jesus for who he is and it not be tainted by the world yet. Like we were able to build our own opinion and build our faith on Jesus instead of what all these famous Christians said. Yeah. Speaking of famous people. um, So last few minutes of the show, I'm going to do something to make Becca really happy. (laughs) Love it. I have prepared (laughs) a surprise. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Becca's like not breathing. 
She's like, uh, I think that's no, Becca, so just, just for you, I have thrown in a few things that I know for sure you're going to know. So we're okay, going to do a little do pop culture trivia. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> we'll start easy. What are the names of Kim Kardashian and Kanye West kids? Do we have to answer this like a Jeopardy? No, no, this is no Jeopardy, just fun. You're the only one answering, so carry on. (laughs) There's North. Yep. There's Chicago. Yep. Uh, Why can I not think of any of them? Well, all the Christians should get the next two. I mean... You would think. <laughs> hey, Zeus. <laughs> nope. All right, you okay, give up on that? Sorry. I'm going to give up on that one. I can't think saint. of them. Oh, Psalm. Yeah, and Psalm. Yep. Oh, Saint. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I thought that was going to be an easy one. Um, who? <laughs> nervous. God. Now I'm scared that my ones I thought were easy are not easy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> which which actor voiced both Darth Vader and the Lion King's Mufasa? James Earl Jones. Yes. I didn't know we were gonna have to have Wikipedia. Earl Jones, good job. Okay. Um okay. Felicity Huffman, speaking of scandals, Felicity Huffman <laughs> and Lori Laughlin were among dozens of individuals involved in what 2019 investigation? I'm going to give you multiple choice. Okay. The college admissions scandal. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I'll go with that. Operation Varsity Blues or Operation Rich Parents? College admissions scandal. Because it's actually Operation... Varsity Blues. Varsity Blues. But it's the college. Yeah, so I blew that one. That one, we'll give credit to everyone. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, that's they, yeah, it was nicknamed the Varsity Blues one. Okay, I'm gonna go easy. Who? <laughs> God, I think I am. I I don't know. Who replaced Kathy Lee Gifford on the Today oh. Show? Kelly Ripa. On the Kelly Today Ripa. Show. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jenna Bush. Jen, yes. Jen Bush. Okay. Oh, yeah. Jenna Bush. Okay, got Black it. Friends, yeah, I call her sense. Jen. Um, <laughs> okay, I'm going to give you multiple choice because I've kind of given up hope in both of you. Um, okay. That's fair. I'm surprised it took this yeah. long. <laughs> Which pop star is the godmother of both of Elton John's sons? Uh, we're gonna is it go- Lady Gaga? Oh, yeah, that was it. Okay, great. Great. Nailed it. Okay. Did you see what happened to her bodyguard? Yeah, her, well. Holy cow. Yeah, got shot and her dogs are missing. Yeah. Art out there for the rich. Listen, don't be getting those French bulldogs. Those are getting snatched up. That's right. All right, one last one. Oh, my gosh. Who was the highest paid actress of 2019, according to Forbes magazine? I'll give you options. Reese Witherspoon, Scarlett Johansson, and Rachel McAdams. Scarlett Johansson. Yep. Uh-huh. It would have to be, yeah. Because yes. of the Marvel movies. Marvel, yep. 
Exactly. All right. Well, y'all did better ish than I thought. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're still breathing, Becca. I think that's an accomplishment. I am. Good. Yeah. yeah, you're getting better. But at you know, this, I'm just warming her know, up. I mean, you know, this. Thing. a couple episodes <laughs> in, I'm really going to zing her. Oh, I know. <laughs> at this point in life, just nothing is surprising me anymore. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I saw somebody today said, uh, screw April 1st, April Fool's Day. This is already a joke. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Not wrong. Seriously. Not wrong. Yeah, somebody said something about I should have really read the terms and conditions <laughs> yeah, exactly. to 2021. It's not getting better. Yeah. Well, and that's what my brother had said all along because everybody's like, I can't wait for this year to be over. And he's like, COVID doesn't disappear yeah. on December 31st. Exactly. <laughs> it's still, this is still yeah. our life, guys. Well, unless you live in Thailand, they don't really believe in it there. So that's true. That's <laughs> amen and amen. <laughs> okay. I say next week we're going to have to be a little bit happier. Well, I know it took a so turn, but I brought us back. Women. I brought us back. You did. I will have some lighter hearted subjects. Well, if the world will just quit acting up, I mean. Uh, I mean, we may have to talk exactly make up our talk own stuff. <laughs> yeah, talk about the past. It seems better. Did anybody have like one <laughs> good, good thing that was getting them through the snow apocalypse of last week? Uh, <laughs> Mandy, did you? Well, we, uh, you know, we had some friends come in town from Utah. They were trying to get away from the winter weather. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, so you had experienced help with you. Yeah, exactly. So we, uh, you know, built a snowman, made a pineapple head with it, or cut the top of a pineapple off for the hair. Nice. Yeah, but no, really. Nice. Very creative. Well, thank you. It wasn't my idea, but I'll take credit because I'm the only one here. So. <laughs> I also didn't even help make the snowman, so there's that. Uh, no, what about you? Well, we clearly know you weren't drinking milk, so. No, we weren't drinking any milk. Um, So we all know that I'm, you know, real into TV shows and on the cusp as soon as they come out. Um, So we started watching The Good Place. Oh, it's so good. Oh, I'm my a couple God. of years I was going to say, that. yeah, that was a while ago. It is so freaking good. It's already been canceled. Me too. I love it so That's much. A good one. I think we've got like one or two episodes left and then we're done with it. But man. Laura, did y'all finish where we're, or at least what we have yeah. so far on Yellowstone? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we finished it. You know, I did for better or worse. Remember, because I told you how heartbroken I was that they just, you know, started yeah, shooting. Up I did some research about what it would cost to go, like, stay for like a weekend there. <laughs> Yeah, good thing to dream about, you know. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, I just kept sending Brett the links to it, and I'm like, "Look, look, we can actually stay there." And he's like, well, "Yeah, you exactly. You could That's crazy, but you- like on a dude ranch." Oh no, it's a privately yeah, it's, owned it's ranch. Okay, I just don't see either of you yeah. strapping on some boots and hanging out with the horses. What are you going to do? Listen, if those horses have a handler that looks like Rip, I'm there. <laughs> turns out I'm an equestrian. It turns out I've got cowboy boots and chaps. <laughs> so, wow. 
That's it, folks. That's all she wrote. Good night. See y'all next week, maybe. Have a good week. Who knows? (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye.